episode of the Mamalu podcast, the very first one of 2020. And oh my goodness, I'm so excited to get this year going again to kind of get back into a routine, which is hilarious because I'm a new mom. What is a new routine? It's all just pretend, honestly, at this point. <laughs> We're faking it until we make it. Ah, so yes, I hope that you have arrived safely in 2020 and that you are getting your bearings. Today is the first day of school and I am loving seeing all the photos of all the kiddies going to grade one, of all the kiddies going to grade R. And I mean, just, you know, going through school, going into a new grade and starting a new year. It must be so incredibly special for parents to witness that with their kids and to know that they're living like these little lives that doesn't entirely include parents all the time anymore, right? I mean, they go out the house, they spend their entire day with teachers, with friends, and you get them back at the end of that again. And yeah, I can't even imagine what it must be like to not be with your kid all the time and for them to function outside of your sphere it's yeah something that I'm looking forward to but that I'm also a little bit wary of because you know she's not even five months old yet so that's a little bit down the road but before we get into what we're talking about today let us get into a little bit of a coffee catch-up So obviously we've just gotten back from our very first Christmas holidays with the wee bub. We travelled down to the Eastern Cape and what an utter nightmare the travelling was. So we left at 3 in the morning because Isla's a very good sleeper, like midnight to 6 o'clock-ish. Like that's the time that she sleeps really well. She broken sleep, but you know, still, she sleeps. So we left at 3am because we're like, cool, we'll get another 3 or 4 hours out of her before the sun comes up because as her name suggests, Eloise, which means sunshine, she wakes up with the sunshine. <laughs> yeah, so we left at the ass crack of dawn and we got onto the road, tired and weary, and started our travels. And she did actually sleep until 6 or 7 o'clock and by that time we'd made about well, almost half of the route. The rest of the time was a little bit tough. We had to take a lot of breaks, make a lot of stops, which, you know, in retrospect, isn't the worst thing, right? I mean, you need to have a break as well, you as a driver. But yeah, we made it to the Eastern Cape in one piece. We had a fabulous holiday. It was very overwhelming for I love some of the time, but most of the time she was having a fantastic time with her grandparents, with her auntie, with all of the extended family. She had her very first Christmas Eve carols, which is spent at friends of ours' farm. And all of them are so wonderfully musical. So they put this whole evening together of Christmas carols where people can sing along and sometimes you just kind of listen along. And they even included an Afrikaans song for us because we're the only friends who were invited, I think. No, there were more friends invited, but we're traditionally the only friends because we've known each other forever. We're basically family. And yes, we got to sing along. And even Isla sang along in her own little off-key, weird baby language way. And it was the most precious thing in the entire world. I loved it. <laughs> Perhaps the most memorable moment of the entire holiday was our route back. So Bruce and I realized that Isla gets bored and lonely in the back seat without anyone there. So we orchestrated it that one of us would be driving and the other one would be sitting in the back with her. You know, just to keep her company and shush her back to sleep when she's feeling a little bit iffy about the road. And it worked magnificently well. But before we really got onto the road, we had to make a stop to fill up the car and we stopped at this petrol station that, you know, it's not baby friendly at all, but we weren't planning on any nappy changes and any feeds. We did all of that before we left and we left home like 15 minutes before that. So this was just a stop for us to, you know, quickly get some petrol, pump up the tires and voila, that's it. <laughs> Only the thing is that when we did stop, I heard the familiar rumblings in the back seat and Isla woke up and she had done 
a magnificent poo. Now I'm saying it's magnificent because it went all the way up her back, but I didn't realize that at first. No, I was trying to change her diaper in the back seat of the car because this petrol station was not baby friendly at all. So no changing station. So I was there in the middle of the night trying to change my baby's diaper who had just pooped herself like incredibly. <laughs> and when I was putting her back together again, like putting her clothes back on, I'm like, oh, this onesie's all messed up which means now my car is all messed up yeah so we immediately undressed her again and did a little bit of a wet wipe bath only to uh, put her back down and try to get a nappy on for us to be too late and she weed all over the back seat and then we had to do another outfit change now i pack two extra outfits because that's usually all i need honestly it's usually more than i need sometimes i don't even need a different outfit luckily though we had all of the clothes in the you know in the back of the car if we did need it but oh yes so picture this two new parents embarking on a nine hour road trip with their small child who hates being in the car anxious to get on the road so they can cover as much of the way as they can while she sleeps only to have her wake up and do a poo which was not scheduled at all and get it all over herself and the back seat and then have a wet white bath peel over herself again and the back seat and have to put on new clothes yeah she was very comfortable the rest of the road though like that child unloaded she felt so much better so yeah that was probably the most memorable bit of that ah so let's get into today's conversation which is about mom guilt and i'm sure the dads feel this as well so mom guilt is something that i was very aware of when i got pregnant even beforehand like i always heard moms talking about they always feel like they're not doing enough or like they're prioritizing something over their child and if they're prioritizing their child first they're sort of neglecting other matters and then they feel guilty about that as well just somehow moms always feel guilty now please tell me if dads feel this way as well i'd really like to know bruce hasn't mentioned it and so i don't know maybe he secretly feels it and doesn't want to share it with me <laughs> obviously isla is five months old and Mom guilt started during my pregnancy. Whenever I would eat something that I'm like, mm, maybe this isn't the best thing that I should be eating. Like, you know, I'm craving a chocolate, like a bar one. Bar ones were my jam during pregnancy. And I would feel so guilty because I'm like, oh my word, I'm giving my child sugar and she's not even born yet. Like, this can't be right. <laughs> or if I would have a cup of coffee, which is totally allowed medically, right? But I'd be like, oh my word, I'm giving my child caffeine. And this would sort of go on. If I'm not taking good enough care of myself, I'm like, oh my word, the baby, what's going on? And even when um, I was diagnosed with gestational hypertension, which just means that my blood pressure got higher because I was pregnant, um, I was like, oh my word, I'm not taking good enough care of my baby. And I had to take medication for it. I had to be monitored for it. There was so much effort that went into this to try and keep me healthy. And obviously, I'm a human being. You know, mistakes were made. I wasn't perfect all the time. I wasn't perfect most of the time, like, let's be real. But yeah, the mom guilt was real and I hadn't even given birth yet. And then obviously <laughs> I um, am booked for a cesarean section, which, you know, is looked down upon in some communities, which is a different conversation for a different day. You know, hearing all the risks about it and people, you know, who, I don't know, just maybe you've gone through this as well. There are a lot of moms out there who don't judge like and they just sort of share their story and they're very honest about it which I really appreciate like I think that's really cool um, but then there are also moms out there who I know are omitting things and aren't saying 
aren't giving the entire picture like they're really only painting out the positive which is their full right I mean you've got to focus on the positive absolutely but I also got to a point where I had to start unfollowing certain people because they'd only post about how incredibly healthy they are um, one specific mom was talking about how her child is so pure because she'd followed a strict vegan diet the entire time so and like no refined sugar gluten-free um the whole shebang and how this child was so pure and so good because she'd done all these things and she continues to follow it now while I totally respect her choices and I think that's amazing that she could do that with her body and like that she could give her child all of those nutrients I find that the labeling of pure a 100% pure baby is very problematic because that then creates the space for things to be impure and for things to be not quite as good which um, I'm from a theology background so um, if you know the church at all the church is pretty intense about purity and there's a lot of judgment around people who are deemed as unpure or not quite as clean um, so for me personally that's a very problematic term and I never in this world want to look at my child and be like oh what an impure child because her mother had sugar once you know so I really feel like I want to give space to moms who want to celebrate their lifestyle and want to celebrate the hard work that they put in and the the amazing choices they can make for their children but I would also love for moms to be aware of the way that they speak about their children um, and to I don't know I hope this isn't sounding you know like judgmental because I'm talking about judgmental moms and judging them in return like that's just so that's so twisted I really I really don't want that to mean that I really just want people to sort of think about the way they talk and you know if you have set an impossible standard and you've met it but it's an impossible standard or just something that really is impractical for people and they can't meet it to then label them as impure I think is really cruel and really nasty and obviously you can hear that it's something that still sort of bothers me like I'm still like ugh, because obviously I don't want my choices to affect my baby but it's going to so yeah there's a little bit of a mom guilt rant if you've never heard one before just <laughs> play that back again that is what mom guilt sounds like I think a lot of it is also comparison as I've just said a big chunk of it is comparison like sort of looking at what other moms are doing what other parents are doing and thinking oh I need to be doing exactly the same thing Bruce and I were actually talking about this earlier how um, we were very excited to have our baby in Cape Town because we're like oh you know fantastic schools here you know compared to other schools in South Africa and broad spectrum of cultures and you know just a lot of cool stuff happens in Cape Town but we've also come to realize that just because some people might deem this area as a fantastic place to raise their kids and is the best place for them as a family that does not mean that that's exactly the same thing for all parents right if if Cape Town was the best place to raise kids everyone would live here all parents would come here because all parents want best for their kids right so yeah I think there's just a lot of unpacking of you got to figure out what works best for your family and you need to make peace with it and that's the process I'm in at the moment trying to make peace with what is best for my family now we're sort of figuring it out as we go we're Bruce and I are trying to be very intentional about the decisions that we make and we like to talk about things and maybe we should turn this into the overthinking podcast because this is just all my thoughts running out loud um, I like to think about different options and different um, different scenarios that we could find ourselves in and what we would do and what would happen if that scenario were to happen how it would play out and you know all the different things that would happen hypothetically and then I would be prepared to make a decision if ever we found ourselves in that scenario does anyone else do this does anyone else viciously overthink <laughs> anyways so 
here we are viciously overthinking are we in the best area for our child is this you know the type of environment we want it to be in is this what's right for our family because just because it's what's right for for example my sister-in-law's family does not mean it's what's right for mine and we do this with all things we do this with which languages we speak in the house we do this with which clothes we buy what type of food we buy how we spend our time at home what priorities we have um, really just all our decisions for our family they're based off of what is best for Isla and what is best for Bruce and I because what's good for the two of us is also good for her she needs happy and healthy parents always remember that please don't forget yourself in that equation yeah this has turned into a bit of an overthinking podcast but I think the mom guilt creeps in a lot of the time so obviously I'm a house spouse at the moment I'm in between jobs and I am someone who finds it difficult to go day in and day out just keeping the house going there are a lot of people who are so good at it like who have pristine homes and you know cook like magnificent nigellas you know i i look up to you guys for sure but bruce cooks in our house and i'd really just do my best to keep it you know kind of clean so i like to have creative outlets that's why i started this podcast that's why i'm promoting my art go check out katrokens shameless plug haha <laughs> and I keep these things going, I do these things because I need a creative outlet because that's what's good for my mental health, for me to sort of express myself in that way. But I also know that when I get really deep into a project, I get really focused, I work really hard at it, like I spend a lot of time editing, a lot of time drawing, a lot of time planning and mapping out marketing strategies to get these things out there so that, you know, people can actually reach it. I mean, it's not a big community, it's a small community, but it's a community that I'm quite invested in and that I really love. But the problem is when I get really into those things, I like, I can lose hours on a project, right? I can lose hours on one single drawing. Go check out Katrolkens. I'm busy working on um, a series of narrative illustrations called Iona. And each of those drawings takes me hours to do because I fiddle with colors. I fiddle with placement. I fiddle with composition. There are so many different things that I play with and I just want to get it the way that I'm sort of imagining it and I want the vibe to be right. And then I'm writing a little haiku for it as well, which has to work in Afrikaans and English. So you can imagine it takes a lot of time and I love doing it. But the problem is I am the sole carer for this bab during the day. It's just Isla and I. And she's not someone who's going to sit and patiently wait for mom to get out of the zone, you know, and be available to her. I have to make myself available. I have to tear myself away from my projects to go see to her needs. She might need to eat. She might need a new nappy. You know, she might need a little bit of cuddles. She wants to go play outside. This kid loves being outside and looking at the trees. Like, oh, maybe someday she'll be like a game ranger or something. That'd be so cool. Free game drives. Anyways, so then I experienced the mom guilt of, oh, I'm not paying enough attention to my child. She's not getting all of my attention. And when I'm giving all of my attention to Isla, I'm like, oh, my projects aren't getting all of my attention. I'm, you know, neglecting them, not doing the best work that I can. And it's this constant juggling between the two. And then obviously you throw marriage into the mix, which we're trying to, you know, to keep going and to thrive as well. Marriages take work, right? And we are DIYing our house and I'm trying to keep friendships going at the same time. Adult friendships, guys, geez. All of these things take a lot of time and they take effort and they take intention. They take a lot of intention. And some days I've managed to balance it so well. Some days I get to all the things, I get to love everything and I get to not feel rushed or pressured. But other days I don't. Other days 
a little bit like today, I need to prioritize my daughter <laughs> and creative projects have to go a little bit slower than planned. Editing has to go a little slower than I intended. But Isla's a little bit under the weather at the moment, so she needs extra mommy love. Like that's just how it is. And I am gladly giving most of my attention to her because that's where it's most needed. And, you know, she's a human being, so I'm not, I'm not going to neglect her. But I do then feel sad because I'm like, I really want to do my podcast properly. I want to do you guys justice, right? I don't want to sit here waffling on kind of like I am today for, you know, 20 minutes and then not have said anything, you know, like that's not fun to listen to either. I think a lot of the mom guilt that I experience is about overthinking, kind of delving really deep into the different scenarios and really trying to figure out which is the best one which is sometimes really difficult because we're spoiled for choice there are so many options at the end of the day there aren't any rules we don't have to do anything you can literally choose any life you can up and quit your job right now you can move to an entirely different city to a little town you can go off to the countryside if you want to you can literally change your life within five minutes like that's just how it is you could do that and I realized that this holiday and since then I've been a little bit overwhelmed like okay I can do anything so what should I do <laughs> so figuring out what is the best you know what which framework we should find ourselves in and what I should be committing myself to that's a big source of mom guilt and also just when my little kid is feeling under the weather and thinking oh have I contributed to this in any way could I have done something differently to not let her get ill you know, maybe I could have, but kids get sick. This is part of life. You know, I just got to cuddle it all out. Yeah. Do you experience mom guilt? Do you experience dad guilt? And does dad guilt sound anything like mom guilt to you? And then if you're not a parent, do you just ever feel like you're neglecting one piece of yourself to go and work on a different piece? Does that make sense? Like, are you very career driven, and but you're struggling to keep your relationships going where you want to find a balance or, do you know, you just want to be healthy and have a nice career and have good relationships. I mean, having those three things seems impossible sometimes, especially if you're an overthinky person who feels guilty really quickly. So I think I, I don't have any answers, right? I also obviously don't have any um, suggestions because I'm still figuring it out. But what's really helping me at the moment is um, Bruce and I have meetings in our pool. So I'm on the floaty and he's swimming around. And we'll make big life decisions while swimming. Because it's so hot in Cape Town at the moment. And we just need something to help us cool down so we can think properly. And Isla's usually sleeping while we're swimming. So, you know, we've got some time to just ourselves. And we can relax and just kind of review what's going on in our lives. And if we're going in a direction that feels right to us. So I think a lot of reflection and a lot of review and a lot of quiet time to figure that out. I mean, if you need, you need to do whatever you need to do to be able to focus on the right. Everyone's different. But for us, we need to get into the pool and relax for a little bit. Sans the bub. And that's what's helping us, I think, at the moment to sort of formulate this. And honestly, I, I think my last thoughts on this is that we're all just human beings, right? Some of those Instagram influencers will say I'm a human becoming, <laughs> which is very cheesy. But, you know, maybe there's a little bit of truth in that. So I, I'm already a human being. I'm fully human. But I am becoming something different. I am growing. I am experiencing things. I'm learning how to be a mom and how to be someone who's creative 
and maybe has a small business in that. Um, I'm learning how to be a wife and a mom and a business, all of those things, and how to maintain friendships and just also keep myself sane during all of it, which sometimes seems like the most difficult job. <laughs> you know, sometimes you just got to have a breakdown in the in the shower. That's just how it goes some days, you know. Oh, thank goodness for wine. I think the wine in Cape Town is one of the big reasons why it's so fun to parent here. But, you know, will we always be here? Who knows? We will keep reviewing, we will keep living with intention and we will keep taking things day by day and sort of see how our life unfolds because I think that is the greatest adventure. Even though we're on a certain path at the moment, we could change our life within five minutes. And to the overthinker in me, that's terrifying. But to the human in me, that is the most exciting thing. More chances to learn, more chances to stumble, to make mistakes, to live our lives together as a family. Because honestly, as long as it's the three of us and all of our fur babes, I think we're going to be okay. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. I really hope that you enjoyed it. Please leave a comment or a message. Go follow us on Instagram, Mama Lou Podcast. Please do have a fantastic day. Share some stories of your kids' first day at school or, you know, your first day at school way back when if you want to share that with people. Until next time, remember that being a parent is hard and sometimes life is hard, but that's okay.